Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and of course... Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch room. We've missed you. It's been forever since we've been in <laughs> this... In this glorious world of Twitch. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, we were on Twitch a lot. We were Twitch. We're Twitchers. We're Twitchers. We're full on Twitching, bro. Uh, yeah, we were on Twitch a lot this past weekend. Yeah, we are NXT friends. Friends. NXT is moving in a different direction. Oh, it's dying. Well, then, as up next, we'll die with we'll this shit. We'll die with it. Yeah, until that USA pulls that plug, baby. We ain't doing it. We ain't moving. Doesn't matter if they give us a tape show. Couldn't tell the difference if it no, was taped no, or not. Yeah, uh, I don't read ahead. Well, I try not to, and didn't really see anything that. I I only got spoiled about Danny Birch, and I can't say Whoa. I went. Oh no, fuck! I oh man, that would have been. Back. Oh, imagine if I hadn't have known that Danny Birch was coming back. Shout out Danny Birch. Shout out Danny yeah. Birch. Uh, oh, NXT original. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I haven't really seen anything for the for these tapings. No, 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 I haven't uh, uh, at all. Uh, but we came off a weekend. We, we just did a show Sunday night for NXT TakeOver 36, mm. and we chat all about that. Go listen to that show because we had some high praise uh, for some of the stuff that was on that show, including Walter Dragunov 2, which I've watched a few times now. Definitely match of the year contender. So, Crazy match. Yeah, just insanity. Uh, pro wrestling definitely needs to be more like that more often. Uh, so... Definitely check out that show. We gave some SummerSlam thoughts. Uh, we fell asleep during our Twitch watch-along. I fell asleep so much. And I shouldn't have these last few so, days. So for the first time ever, we didn't do a SummerSlam show. So that was... I yeah. mean, do a, do a... like We just were like, nah. 
Again, we apologize. Eh, no one cares. We, no we, one cares. we did a fun... T- our takeover show was good. Uh, so go check all that out as well because that was a lot of fun. We had a busy... We had a pretty busy weekend. I mean, CM Punk shows up. Brock Lesnar shows up. Becky Lynch shows up. Danny Burt shows Danny up. Danny Burt shows up. Yeah, there's a lot. There's Zia lot. Lee didn't show up. Where's Zia? Hashtag where's Zia? Where's Zia? Yeah, main event? Main roster? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. But there's a lot There's a lot going on. Obviously, we'll be doing BD Elite tomorrow night. We'll be talking all about CM Punk on Dynamite. Yeah, CM Punk's talking again On, on TNT, yeah, Exciting. on Wednesday night. So we'll be chatting all about that leading up to All Out as uh, you're still going to All Out. Uh, as of this Knock moment, on wood. I, I, did, <laughs> I did just uh, change my Tinder settings oh okay to show oh that so you are definitely I, i'm now in chicago oh. so i'm making plans <laughs> so you're going all in for all that exactly absolutely you're gonna listen to some downstate yeah that'll get you in the mood yeah in the zone wow i'll probably just be eating a lot of deep dish again like last time but uh, <laughs> you mean the pizza crossed. or oh <laughs> so uh so we're looking forward to doing all the AEW stuff on that show it's on this very feed if you want to hear us talk about dynamite um, I feel like, I feel like there's some other things that I, I definitely want to talk about, which is up next summer. We gave some initial thoughts on Sunday and let it kind of dust settle mm. and everything. You need to check out up next summer. We have the whole replay on the Twitch and the YouTube, youtube.com slash up next, UPNXT. And we got the promo video from Dickie Bird with myself looking like a kingpin rap music video star. And then Fire Frank looking like fire. Fire. fire as always well as the the, the fiend the firefly F- franks firefly funhouse or fire, fire franks funhouse yeah whatever dicky concocted there is just brilliant go check it out the eight minute like promo videos on the youtube you have to see um mad we've already said our, our thanks to these guys but just magical go check it out yeah head to the youtube youtube.com slash up next uh we've got loads of videos kind of isolated clips from the show if you don't have time to watch the whole thing yeah but if you do i've been seeing people commenting saying they've sat down after the fact and watched the whole thing and been enjoying it. So if you do have time to spare, absolutely give the show yeah. a watch. We're very proud of yeah, it. Yeah, check the YouTube out. Give us, give us some love on there. Give, go on the YouTube and give us some comments on, on the, whether you watch the whole show, whether you watch the promo, the main event with me and Frank, or your rap battle. Oh, boy. The Brit from the Six. The Brit from the Six. Spitting hot fire. You've never rapped before, and it's gone, it's gone internet viral that you've... You've eviscerated. Look, should I change my career? We're reviewing Juice tomorrow, by the way. Um, with Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Are there rap battles in that? I yeah, I, I believe. I think so. I could oh. be wrong. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Um. So so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Spoilers if you haven't already. But the cat's out the bag. The Brady is no longer your BDE champion. Yeah. I lost in dramatic fashion to Fire Frank. You now, lost at your own game. I lost at my own game. I did everything I could do. I did think it was read, finish the lyrics. <laughs> I was told to say. I said, I'm going to read the lyrics. I feel like I was screwed by you. Screwed by you? They were the, hold on. They were the, that was the game. No, hold you on. You don't listen, friend. You don't listen. listen I, I thought the game was magnificent. And Frank is someone in our, in our community where we put him in these games. And this guy like kills mm. he knows everything there is to know about trivia and apparently knows a lot in the world of music i beat him in the final beat that's the you only did. one i did win yeah. it. uh and then he came back with and i did give you stone cold steve austin <laughs> as one of those so some of his were really easy some of his were really easy but some it was vice versa it was a good mix but 
He defeated me in Up Next Summer. Go watch it if you have not already. But I say he is a deserving – he's deserving to be a champion, to hold our flag because I don't think he – the only person he, he really has like tr- – could have an issue with is like John Pollock. And I still think he could wax the floor in trivia with John Pollock. Main event. That's like a out of this world rematch. But, you know, the word rematch definitely uh, – Definitely rings a bell and, and is something that goes through my mind. I had some time to, to R&R. I, I took this loss and I, I went, I took some claws down to the beach and I just had some R&R for a day. I went ghost and I had to refresh my mind. And I know we're not going to be doing games for a long time, but Survivor Series is, is around the corner. It, it, will, it will creep us up on us very quick uh, when that title will be defended again. And I want to say that, that, I, that, that when the time comes... We'll know what's best to do for Survivor Series. But I lost, and I'm giving all the respect, the, the handshake, the code of honor mm. to Fire Frank because he is, in fact, Fire. The chat's always Fire, and so is Fire Frank. So my, my peace and love to Fire Frank. But John Ceno takes all the heat from losing on oh Sunday oh because boy. everyone forgets about me losing and just saw you literally commit murder on a, in a rap battle. So I'm good. I'm glad that he took it because John Ceno evil apparently is now John Ceno happiness because oh, no. he's just going through a phase now. He's a has, he's got, Corbin. he's got the Baron Corbin haircut. Oh, no. He won. He, he's spending all his money on seven 11 snacks. Oh, I don't know boy. what he's doing, but he's spiraling out of control and it's all your fault. You sent him packing. Well, uh, you I'm didn't know you were such a hot rapper. I didn't know. I just, just thought yeah, maybe it's beginner's luck. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So we're we're gonna do more rap well, battles. I'm I'm a defending champion of rapping, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Jamie in the Twitch chat's j- just saying here that he thinks Fire Frank is gonna go on a Walter run with this title, like wow. 870 day run. 800. As mine was 277. Okay. So I mean that was close. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. But I gotta give the devil his due. The fire is due. Uh, I tried going through the fire, but he he did it. And he's a he's a friend of the show and world champ patron. And I'm happy that I'm happy that he won because he fucking can name all world champions in a row with just on it. Yeah, a- that's nuts. That's crazy. That's <laughs> so terrifying. You deserve it. That's you a terrifying it. champion to have. But come come champion means a lot of people are on your back. People are gonna be watching you, just like Samoa Joe. Yeah, everyone's everyone's got beef with you. John Cena looks a little too comfortable hanging around him though. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Uh, we had a lot of fun and go, go again, check it out. And a special thanks to you for putting it all together and Dickie Bird for creating such visuals and making us look like superstars. That guy needs to work for AEW or something soon. Yeah, absolutely. Just insane. Go, go, go shout out Dickie Bird because tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, he's going to be doing like a watch along kind of live commentary, ask away sort of thing where he's going to be doing it on his Twitch stream, which I think he even changed the stream name so I could remember it, which is twitch.tv slash Media. Go check it out and follow him on Twitter. He's become a great friend of the show. Go go check that out. And he's going to be doing like a watch along 6 p.m. tomorrow uh, on the 25th. And he's, he's going to put it up on his it's YouTube stuff. It's kind of what the, the, like, the making of. The making of. He's going to like do live commentary, I think, awesome. or stuff. But I that think he, great. he'll also put it up for replay and stuff. But go check him out because he's been, he's been like the glue of this craziness that looks like we're an actual like wrestling fighter like show these videos to people they'll be like what the fuck is this for uh, it's just a twitch trivia and then it's just me going who did kelly kelly <laughs> everyone's like huh all right okay sweating cool. away an hour yeah 
Oh, jeez, it is hot today. Well, it's okay because because it's okay because okay, we're secretly training to be pro wrestlers, and we'll just eventually start wrestling and and have our own matches. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All, all I want to say is thanks, everyone, for checking it out. And go check it out. And we are proudly supported by Patreon. Go check us out there because for 5 bucks a month, you get access to all these past podcasts, 300-plus podcasts, retro NXT reviews. We just did a Was Next that's coming out this week where we're talking about the debut of Baron Corbin and oh, the Performance yeah. Center, the Wyatt family. There's a title change. There's all this stuff going on. Biggie's our champion. We've had Chris Jericho, CM Punk show up. Damien Sandow. William Regal and Chris Hero now might be teaming together. Shit's crazy. Camacho. <laughs> Shit's wild. <laughs> Summer Rae. Summer Rae. 2013 NXT is wild. But go check out all the Was Next because that's the podcast we do there where we just go back and watch old NXT because NXT is dead. Right? Can we, can we kill that joke now? I don't think it's so. It's like six weeks in a row. and I don't know. It's the people still saying it. Well, fuck those people. Fuck those people. Well, yeah. Uh, well, go listen to our old NXT reviews and go check out Up Yours where World Champ patrons pick stuff. And then we got a lot of movie reviews and everything. But it's only five bucks. And that's how we make our, our, our bread. Yes. And butter. Yeah. Um, anything else going on um, for you? I've been watching a lot of things on on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, and there's two different. There's two things. There's one. There's the thing where everybody's putting milk crates and walking up them. Mm-hmm. I got really obsessed with watching the one dude who could do it while rolling a blunt wins instantly. He the craziest. Second craziest thing I saw was Green Goblin's pumpkin bomb and Doc Ock showing up out of something world yeah multiverse. The, the spider-man trailer yeah uh no no way home no way jose no way jose <laughs> yeah uh so the trailer like leaked and then they were like fuck we gotta just put it up we gotta put it out now so then they just released it and it definitely blew a lot of people's minds um tom, what is it tom holland tom holland spider-man yeah usually he's the one who leaks things he's had oh, yeah. the history of like just saying something and then being like oh no <laughs> And he's like, yo, it wasn't me. Like, it wasn't. It was obviously Scarlett Johansson, who still is bitter to, towards uh, Marvel and, and them. She clearly had a copy of it and was like, oh, right. it. <laughs> Isn't this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm super excited to see Green Goblin. The, sh- the trailer doesn't show. It's, it's like CM it's his, Punk. But it, it sounded like Willem Dafoe, right? Yeah, yeah. The, it better not be that other Green Goblin. Oh, what it was. Um, the guy who looked like Green Goblin from Dane One Direction. Dahan, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, something. Um yeah, well, he was. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember that film. His dad was the Green, was Norman, wasn't it? it was ha- he was Harry, right? Yeah, in the Amazing One, Harry Styles. Uh, but yeah, obviously, Doc Ock. We know um, uh, Molina yeah. is, is cast. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina, um, and we see him in this trailer. Yeah, um, we hear the voice of uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, that pumpkin bomb got, gave me yeah. the biggest pop. I think definitely. I think there's a like a Sandman kind of. There's reference. Sandman. It looked like there was the lizard. Okay. Um, I imagine that they're trying to make it like the Sinister Six. Yeah. I wasn't too keen on the the Venom movie, so mm-hmm. the Carnage one's coming out. So maybe there's is perhaps a tie-in. I figured there was a tie-in to Morbius, but maybe that's more so Blade. Uh, I'm not too sure, but uh, this one had everything. Of course, they don't show you Toby Maguire. They don't show you Andrew Garfield, but that's like CM Punk. Yeah, they, you know it's gonna. I'm pretty happen. sure it's gonna be that. And I'm and I'm gonna lose my mind. I don't know why I want to watch Tobey Maguire be Spider Man so bad. But even if it's for two I, seconds, I think also what uh, 
reason why just is really cool. We're going to see three, like, it's all our generation. We've, yeah. We've, it's not like it's a, a Spider-Man of our part of, like, before us. Yeah. It's, it's all films we grew up watching, going to the cinema. Um, and you, you kind of know Spider-Man 3, uh, the original Toby ones. There was going to be a Spider-Man 4. There was one in the plans before it got nixed. Same with Andrew Garfield. They were setting up the Sinister Six in in his films right. and then got nixed. Right. So it's kind of, I don't know, if it can kind of act as a, like, kind of finishing those, like, franchises as well, it would be pretty cool. To tie it but all But just up, seeing yeah. all three be together is going to be awesome. Because you know, you know you're going to get little clips of, like, Kristen Dunst's... Is it Kristen, Kristen Dunst? Kristen yeah, Dunst. Yeah, as MJ... You're going to see Gwen Stacy. You're going to see like all you these. You think you'll get them in there as yeah, well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 100%. Because really? you, you just said it. They're going to they're gonna try to fix some things. They're going to send it off like happy, merry, on its mm. merry way. And that's because they're going to show like Gwen Stacy doesn't die. MJ and Peter are together, all that shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Becomes a good actress or something. I don't know. What, what was her story? <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 3 on the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm super stoked. I'm like, I, I've been saying, I'm, I'm cooled off on like the superhero stuff. I've not caught up on, on any of like the Marvel stuff lately, mm. but it's Spider-Man. It goes Batman, Spider-Man as superheroes, as far as I'm I concerned. Think so. And those are two are in, one and two can fight each other on, on the supremacy. They both have, they've got the best, best rogues gallery. Yeah. Both of them. And you need, like every good hero needs a good villain. And yeah. I think that's where Batman and Spider-Man, their strengths lie. I definitely will pop huge for Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe. I just want to... Do you think Willem Dafoe is actually going to be in it? I don't know. He's he's kind of older now. That'd be fucking It'd crazy. Be cool. I think that's the biggest pop. More than Tobey. Willem Dafoe? Yeah. He's sick. Sleeper, sleeper actor is Willem Dafoe. He's in such good movies. Trying Toby to... hasn't done shit. Toby's been well, chilling we've, we've on Spider-Man. We've already Spider-Man seen uh, J.K. Simmons, haven't we? He's in it, right. He's oh, in, right. He, he shows up at the end of the last Spider-Man. That's right. He's in the trailer too. Yeah. yeah. Damn. And okay. we'll be in Whiplash, which we're reviewing next week. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Sweet. What's that guy's name? J.K. J. Simmons. Yeah, J. Get... Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. A lot of J's. Yeah. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Who's that? J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's one of the multiverse things. <laughs> J. Jonah Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Peter Parker working for Jenna Jameson. At a different publisher, I guess. <laughs> Parker, <laughs> get me pictures of my. T- <laughs> uh, we're an NXT podcast. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows that, but at Up Next Podcast, Twitter and Instagram is where you can find us. Um, but yeah, we're hot off. We're hot off Spider Man Far From Home, Take Me Home trailer, and we're hot off a nice takeover. Um, I'm just hot. We're just hot. It is hot in the very hot, right? It now. is hot. We also did a tailgate and we did a tailgate and we were all like, Oh, it's super hot. And we had Uncle D from, I guess, Arizona now, mm-hmm. Simon, who was like, Yeah, it's in, in Canadian temperature, it's like 44, 46, he right. said, which, what? It's crazy. Yeah. He was saying like some people don't even turn their barbecues on. They just put it in the sun, put the shit yeah, on, cooks truth. it up. Yeah, I guess it would. So hot. Jeez. Yeah, we've just been. We've been hot here. But like, yeah, he went for a swim. He went for a swim. Day. Yeah, he went for a swim in a LA, LA Parka mask, which yeah. then his dog was like chilling with him. We had five dogs, I think, in total. Then you put on the our La Parka mask, and then we hotboxed. <laughs> hotboxing Lucha masks. Uh, we had a blast, and it was all these patrons um, who were invited to just come hang out. And uh, we always have fun talking to you guys from all over the world, and it's been awesome. You guys know who you are, and... 
the the people want more. The people want more of these tailgates. So we'll have to do some will more there quarterly will and, and such. But yeah, so uh, thank you guys. Uh, we appreciate you. But now we can talk about NXT. I promise. We'll talk about some NXT from Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. And yes, we're hot off TakeOver 36. We have a new champ, Samoa Joe. We have a new champ, Ilya Dragunov. Um, trying to th- we still have Raquel as champ. I'm trying to think of any newsworthy things that else that came out of this. Karrion Cross has a new mask. Karrion Cross has a new mask. What's, what is that? I do, I, I'm confused why people are getting so, like... No one liked Karrion Cross <laughs> in NXT. Like, that was our feedback every week. Fuck Karrion Cross, all this. And now everyone's like, oh no, Karrion Cross is wearing a mask and a gimp outfit. It's like, who cares? Who cares about Karrion Cross? I'll say, look, I don't care about Karrion Cross, <laughs> but he, even he deserves better than that. Really? Does yeah. he? Why is he wearing Lord Tensai's mask all of a sudden? He looks like he's from Ninja Turtles 3. It looked really weird. I, I didn't watch it. I just saw it's the picture. Very, that, that thing he was wearing on his chest yeah. is like in every creator wrestler like option. What was he's he wearing on like, his chest? Did you not see? I saw his mask. He has the, um, oh, you know... Yeah, it was like this this ring in like the middle with these leather straps. Yeah, very oh, okay. very gimpy. Okay, yeah, yeah, really weird. Okay, but I mean, like, yeah, he's he's going to RAW. He'll be some like horror samurai gimp killer guy. No Scarlet. No, still she, no Scarlet. She could come in with like the leash. He could be on the leash. And I, she I think like, maybe Scarlet and Zaya are hanging out somewhere. Yeah, uh, weird. Yeah, where's Zaya? Did we already talk about? Yeah. <laughs> So we start off NXT with Cameron Grimes, who comes out with Ted DiBiase for the million dollar championship celebration. And we get some million dollar promo here. Wow. Everyone keeps saying NXT's dead, but I didn't see Pyro at SummerSlam. No, pyro. we had Pyro here, though. Oh, yeah. The CWC. Fuck y'all. So, million dollar man, the champion, Cameron Grimes, looking fresh in his blinged out gear. And. He says, Ted says that everyone knows why you're here, Cameron. You're a champion. You're not a quitter. Grimes says, yeah, no more scrubbing toilets. No more cleaning other people's messes. I don't want to be a butler. And DiBiase says, I couldn't let you be. So now you're champion. And where do we go now? To To the the moon. So they start shooting money out everywhere. And it's Cameron Grimes dollar bills. Wow. Hey, good day for GameStop. Yeah, is, I guess that's why he could afford to do this. Yeah, he could. Like, I'm finally, I'm finally in profit. Wow, right finally, yeah, finally, <laughs> first time in my life I'm in profit. So you're going to the moon? I'm going to the moon. Fuck. Going to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I really need it to hit a bit more to actually afford one of these fucking tickets. All out tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah ouch. Uh, talk to Scrub. He, he was have. front. <laughs> he was front row. <laughs> He's always front row. Yeah. Um, so. They just celebrate here, and there's money shooting out everywhere. It looked like Okada bucks, yep. but it's Cameron bucks. To the moon bucks, I guess you would say. Uh, Beth and Moonies? Vic. I don't know. <laughs> that would be the coins, yeah. yeah. So Beth and Vic are just celebrating with the money here. <laughs> and uh, Barrett's like, oh, is this? And he tries to grab some and realizes it's not real, and he's like upset. Oh. It's Cameron Grimes' face on it. And Beth says, oh, you're just upset you can't buy yourself a new gavel. Which is a throwback. Bad news. Uh, so that was it. No one interfered in this thing. They're kind of putting the million dollar thing to rest, as we'll see kind of later. But uh, yeah. No. Just, yeah, I think Grimes is just such 
in such a great position right now. Um, this story's worked really well, and I think he's just very over as a baby face and will go to the moon. Yeah. We go to Ridge Holland. He's get, coming down to the ring with his smoke and his jacket. His truncheon. Yeah, he's always looking like a mean Brit uh, as they go to commercial. But when we come back, it shows Hit Row showing up for their main event match tonight against LDF. But it's now Thatcher versus Holland. Champa sitting ringside on a chair, of course, because he can't wait to throw it. You know it. Imagine just you set up a room full of chairs sitting up. Like, like Sean Spears? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Imagine Sean Spears when he had all those chairs in his chair room because he's the chairman. And in comes Champa, and he's just like, oh, He's going to throw the chairs around. He's <laughs> throwing these chairs <laughs> Instead of going into flash dance like Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Just loses his mind and starts throwing these chairs. That would be great. That's a visual we'll never see. And you could just picture it because this podcast is theater of the mind. <laughs> just picture it walking in there. Yeah, it'd be great. Well, it's Thatcher versus Holland. And these guys are killing each other from the get-go. There's European uppercuts from both guys. There's then these like roll-through leg traps from Thatcher as he tries to tries to mount Holland and just hitting him with strikes on top of him. Ridge finally gets up and starts throwing Thatcher around upside down. There's like the the power of the the clubs and elbows, but this p- pisses Thatcher off, who starts slapping Holland like the open hand strikes, and then hits Holland with a belly to belly. And this guy's a pretty big boy. There's then uppercuts to the back of the neck from Ridge as they go to break. When we come back. It's Ridge who's in control. Thatcher tries to fight him, but there's these headbutts. I don't know what it is with Holland, but he just loves headbutting people. And he, he headbutts Thatcher till he just can't move. Picks him up with the snowplow, the emerald fusion, snowplow, whatever you want to call it. I don't think they quite Flosion. have Flosion. I don't think they, they have a name for it, Not though. Not yet. It doesn't seem. But Holland pins Thatcher just like that. And there is a bit of a scrap afterwards. We're all four. It's Thatcher... Champa, Holland, and Pete are in there, and there's like throat chops. And Danny. And Danny. Danny shows up now, returning here. The big return. Danny Birch. And then Pete stops, like Ridge fucks Champa up. Yeah, he uses the, the truncheon and like whacks him in the, the, in gut. the gut and then like throat, like thrust to the throat, yeah. which looked pretty painful. So, so Champa looks messed up, and Ridge looks like he's going to do more damage, but it's actually Pete who's like, mm, chill, 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 bro. Chill, mate. It's okay. So they kind of back off while they celebrate while Thatcher and Champa lay, lay lying, I guess. Uh, so, but overall, the match was pretty hard hitting. Uh, Rich Holland is definitely like a bigger guy, but kind of so is Thatcher, I would say. And oh, yeah. There was a lot of like strikes and technical stuff. Yeah, I was quite looking forward to this one. Um, I, I like this style of wrestling, this just heavy hitting. Uh, this is the kind of big lads wrestling I like. Um, I think Ridge Holland, we still haven't seen a, a lot of yet, but he just seems dangerous. Even down to, you mentioned the headbutts. It, it takes a certain kind of person to headbutt someone, I think, in real life. Yeah. You're a bit of a nutter, you know, if you're headbutting someone. It makes him scary. I think this dude does seem kind of scary. Right. And believable to me. Like, I feel like I, uh, I would see people like this back home. You yeah, know? who do I who do and I? And I'm com- like, oh fuck, it's this guy. Who's the who's the actor I always compare him Vinnie to? Vinny Jones. Is it Vin? Jo- yeah, Vinny yeah. Jones, man. Like Vinny Jones is just someone who looks like he would headbutt people all the time. 
Like, that's something dirty about it. I think, well, I, I enjoyed this match with Thatcher. I think the one with Champ is going to be really good too. Um, but yeah, pretty good opening here. Yeah. Thatcher versus, uh, sorry, Champa versus Holland sounds pretty yeah. good. Definitely. And it'll be hard hitting. And it's just nicing some focus in a semi kind of main event level with someone new. Yeah, definitely. And, and Ridge, Ridge, Ridge can, the headbutts are good. Yeah. It's, it's, they're not quite Shibata, but they look really still. I don't want them to be. Yeah, bad, exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, they look good. Um, so more on that later because it's not the last we'll see of them. Uh, Jamie in the Twitch chat says that he loves the English boys group. And I guess that's what we call because Oni's not British, but he's like an honorary. honorary Brit. It's like when, when I hung around you for the, the Euros. Just yeah. an honorary Brit. Just pretend. I'm, people were like, oh, are you, you British? Yeah. <laughs> Oni and the Brits. Oni and the Brits? Yeah. <laughs> Oni and the Brits. Do, do, do. They were called do, the Pat Pack. Do. The Pat Pack, yeah, but Pat's gone. For the Pat's brand. Gone to SmackDown. Yeah, Pat made main roster before all mm. of them. Um, what is their name? Uh, Oni and the Brits. Oni and the Brits. One, br- four Brits. Pete, Danny, Ridge. Four and... Brits and a Yank. Yeah. Mm. Three, no? Three wanks Wait. and a Yank. <laughs> Three wanks and a Yank. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something that J- Jenna Jameson publishes. <laughs> we go to Carmelo Hayes. It's a sit-down interview for his match later tonight in the breakout tournament final. And he says... He's tired of everyone saying he's an underdog. He appreciates it, but he's not an underdog. He's the overdog. He's going to overachieve. And he says, Odyssey Jones is big, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to take him out. And then we'll see what's next for Carmelo. So he's already looking. He's like, yo, I'm going bigger, bigger things here. Yeah. He's saying down the road, I see myself with a championship belt. Um, But doing the baby face thing, kind of really highlighting how good odyssey jones is as well he says he's everything you'd want from someone my size and this guy's 400 plus pounds yeah so putting over odyssey as well but i like this guy i think he sounds good he sounds genuine he hasn't got that wwe talk style yet not yet not yet (laughs) we go to index meaning indy hartwell and dexter recently engaged yeah not sure if you know that but they, Indy says that they've already been enjoying wonderful things, including lots of dates, including biking, hiking. I think she says water balloons. They just listing everything couples do. And they say, we're engaged. So they're asked, well, when's the wedding? And Dexter reveals a drawing, but it's a save the date. And are you guys ready to save the date? Because Tuesday, September 14th, 2021 will be the wedding. I'm actually busy that week. Oh. Yeah, I, I do a podcast that night. <laughs> I won't be able to go. Oh, so we're not invited. I guess not. Oh, wait, no. We are all what? cordially invited no. to the wedding of Index live on NXT. Yeah, yeah. they they managed to, to book a slot pretty quick. Um, I'm excited for this. I, I'm enjoying this Index thing. Yeah. I think it's been funny. Uh, weddings are always interesting. You think they need a host? A host of, oh. I mean, we know we're really good hosts at weddings because we just hosted True. one like two weeks and ago. And Way's got the GoPro yeah, Way's, recording of it. Shall I could DJ it? again. Should we send our 
Like this is how we how good we are. At this, yeah, this is how good we are. <laughs> it's a show reel to host indexes. Yeah, we we can show them the bit where we did talk about Tinder. Yeah, at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> they would hire us. We should be invited to. We support an index. Fire Frank suggesting Bivens <laughs> to host, to the, host wedding? the wedding. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, who else? Beth. Beth. Beth needs Officiate to be. It. Beth needs to the maid of honor. be the maid of honor or Candace needs to be. Or even take the role of the kind of dad and walk Indy. Uh, yeah, Indy down the aisle. Yeah, that should be Johnny. Oh, that will be Johnny, won't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for this wedding. Yeah, someone's will got Theory it. come back? Is Theory the one to break Theory the interjects? Wedding? Theory does the Eric Bischoff spot. Yeah, Theory I think we the... said this last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now we know. Now we know We're there's a wedding. just excited. Yeah, we love Only weddings. Only a few weeks away. Wedding season, baby. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Who's going to crash it, though? Someone's got to crash Austin. It. Oh, yeah. We already said. We said last week as well. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be in the Eric Bischoff spot. Did we say that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know NXT's on TikTok? Is it? And that means it's Casey and Caden, the TikTok yeah, Who are the most annoying people you can find to, to promote this annoying thing? Are you saying TikTok's annoying? I mean, I, I just see videos like this and I'm like, huh. All right. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, Casey and Caden, the TikTok superstars. The TikTok tag team. That's what they call it. That, yeah, that's literally what... <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what they said. Karen Cross's tag team, the TikTok tag team. Casey and Caden are going up against Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Oh, I, I did just want to, I forgot to mention with the index thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. I love how... Oh, we forgot totally. What? When they announced the wedding and yeah. everyone's like, oh, the wedding. Index make out. Yeah. But like... That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I like Indy does the dip. So you know like where the man would like hold them like under the back and dip them and then they do the kiss the classic indy just did the dip for him so he was still just stood there (laughs) and she like back bent to do the dip before smooching and they're they're laying these kisses in now they smooching yeah damn smooches nothing's fake in wrestling love some good pda Mm. tv yeah we go to casey and caden what are they called? The TikTok tag team. TikTok tag team. Going against the Marilyn Manson Tainted Love theme song. Yeah. The ripoff. It's JC great Jane time. and Darby Allen. <laughs> JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. Uh, they start to to go off on Casey and Caden, but they get control and then do this like double rope jump, this like psych out thing. Um, and then they start doing some booty shaking. I guess that's the best way to describe it. These two are heels, right? Casey and... Ka- <laughs> yeah. Casey and Ka- Carter... Ka- sorry. Casey Kaden- Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. They do some some pop lock and whatever, and Wade Barrett says, that is low class. <laughs> <laughs> so Gigi saw them do that. So does a Bronco Buster, and then Jane hits a cannonball, almost in stereo here. There's then Carter who saves Casey to get some clothesline. She comes in and beats both of them up at the same time. There's a drop kick splash two for one combo series of pump kicks. There's a pump kick that takes Carter's face off, I think from Jane, but then they send, I think they send Gigi to the outside and hit the 450 neck breaker combo on JC to get the win. So Casey and Caden, sorry, Casey, Kate, Casey and Caden. Yeah. Yeah. 
win the match here. And uh, the new team of Gigi and JC aren't uh, too happy with the, they, they were promoting themselves in this new direction the past few weeks. So now they lost. Mm. What's the future hold for them? Um, I think after the match, Casey and Caden get on the announce table and kind of just yell. They're going, where are you, EO and Zoe? Saying they haven't defended the titles or anything like that. That's kind of what they put in their TikTok too. Um, I, I think this, I think this is the right move. It feels like they're, they are turning them into heels. Okay. Because I, I think, I can't see anyone finding these too likable. And I think that's the right move. I say every week, they annoy me. That's what I want. Like, if you're a heel, get under my skin, annoy me. And calling out EO and Zoe, who we know are the babyface champs. Um, I, I'm, I actually do enjoy their, matches i think Caden carter especially is quite impressive she's come on a lot and i think some of their uh tag team moves are pretty cool and pretty unique to the division so i actually think that the match is going to be pretty good um against eo and zoe jane and dolan look looked good they're obviously going through this sort of losing thing at the moment because right. it comes into play later but i didn't mind this no no i i see big things kind of for maybe both gg and jc i i i I like Gigi. I like Priscilla Kelly before. Uh, mm. I, I think her wrestling is being underutilized. And JC is someone I'm not familiar with. But I was like, hey, you look good. Like, they had some moves and, and stuff. And uh, interesting if this is – but I'm, I'm just like, ah, oh, they lost. But I guess give Casey and Caden that title run or push or at least attempt to challenge for it or something. But, yeah. We I got- could see them taking it. I don't know yeah. how long we will stick with yeah, EO in a tag team before yeah. we want to start having a challenge again. We see a video for Odyssey Jones for his match against Carmelo later, and he says he never gives up. He's been through a lot. They bring up his football past, and he says it's all all he does. He's focused. All he cares about is winning. He can't even look forward. He just wants to know. He just wants to know that he can do this, and he's going to do it tonight. He's going to break out. This is Odyssey Jones. Uh, a, kind of a quick thing. These ones. Were- I, I like it though. Yeah. I like hyping up the match. Um- Having these sit-down interviews, just getting us... It, it feels sports-like, and that's what I kind of like about it. Yeah. Uh, this whole tournament, I feel, has felt a bit more sports-like than sports entertainment with the interviews and uh, kind of yeah. the character breakdowns before a match. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's something good. AEW does a lot of mm. stuff like that, too. We go to our next match. Valentin Faraz. Mm-hmm. With this uh, vibrant, Feathers. wow, loved this, it. This is a loud outfit here. How do you? How would you describe this? Yeah, she like, had this kind of ring jacket on with yeah. these huge blue and white feathers, feathers, but it felt like kind of carnival esque. Okay, right. It wasn't. It wasn't like Charlotte Flair peacock big feathers. It was more like Carabana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, blue okay. and white. Yeah, it looked cool. We've seen her before. And but there was a headpiece as well with yeah. feathers as well. She had a Ooh, lot of feathers, blue, lot white. of feathers. Well, she's going up against Kaylee Ray, KLR, uh, from NXT UK. She showed up at Takeover to kind of stare down with Raquel. Um, she beats on Valentine here early with this like aggressive gourd buster, and then these clubs and strikes. Valentine tries to come back, but Kaylee just shuts her down. Uh, eventually, hits the gory bomb. Or as I was saying to you, the Noshigami, mm-hmm. uh, Shingo Takagi, yep. one of the coolest moves, um, and and puts her away just like that. Um, so Kaylee Race kind of standing tall. She has her eyes on the women's title here. Yeah, I thought um, 
I think it's good having Kaylee Ray over here. They um, and just give her a strong win right off the bat, so we kind of know who she is. I, I think the, for Valentina, for us, I think wearing someone like this is kind of a good move because it will make you remember her. She's someone who's probably just going to appear every few weeks to get squashed by someone like a Kaylee Ray. So yeah, have something memorable. Have big feathers. We still talk about Nikos Rikos to this day, you know? It's so funny. You brought, I was just about to bring that up. I was. It even had the same colors. Yeah. White and blue. But it's it's peacocking, if you will. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll remember this girl. Because yeah. you go, who's that? It's the feather girl. Oh, yeah, the feather girl. That's right. This is true. Are you going to peacock when you go to All Out? Uh, I, I think I'm going to wear my I Love Maven t-shirt. It's true. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. We go to, well, well, sorry. So Kaylee Ray wins the match, but yep. I think we'll get the Raquel match uh, concerning what Raquel says later on. I think we skipped over that. No, no, it happens a little bit later on. Raquel? Raquel and Frankie. Raquel and Frankie? I swear uh, that happens a bit later on. Oh, I had it just before this match. Am I insane? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I guess I may have skipped it, but it did happen. Oh, yeah, it totally did happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's my mistake. Um, Raquel is interviewed, so I guess I'll mention it now. She says Dakota Kai was a tough competitor, and she knows that. And she knows that it's not over with Dakota. But Kaylee Ray wants to show up here. Well, I've been waiting. You made the trip across the pond. So I know you had this crazy run of 600-plus days as UK women's champ. So get in line. Cut the line. It doesn't matter. You'll all fall to Raquel. And that's when Frankie Monet shows up and says, oh, someone say cutting the line. She's with Jesse Kamea uh, as well. And, and Robert Stone yeah. looking ridiculous. Of course, yeah. Was he dressed up as a different... He had uh, something orange on. I, yeah. I couldn't tell. Bless him. And Frankie's kind of poking her nose around into Raquel's business here. So we, there's a few different avenues you could go. Don't know if I want to see Raquel fight Frankie, really, but... I think for a TV yeah. thing, you could. I think Kaylee Ray is the bigger match. I think they've done a pretty good job in a short space of time. Just having the champion be like, yeah, this... She had this epic reign. They kept on putting over her epic reign on this show. Um, so that's something I wouldn't mind seeing and feels very fresh because you're looking around the division and you feel either people aren't ready or we, we've seen the match already. So I think it's a good direction to go. And I, Frankie, yeah, I imagine it would just be a, a TV thing. You can have Robert Stone fuck things up for her again and she loses. Right. I think you could do Kaylee Ray as a big TV match too with Raquel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the next takeover, if there is one, won't be till, what, November? If there is one, why? What do you mean? Why? What? Oh, the change. What's changing? Is NXT dead? <laughs> evolving. <laughs> everything evolves. Everything evolves. Yeah, everything evolves when you put it in, in the ground and you bury it. No. Gigi and JC are backstage, and they don't look too happy because they lost their match. But Mandy Rose shows up. And she says, if you never want to feel like this again, come with me. So they look at each other and they go, all right. So they walk through the PC and they disappear. Where do you think they went? Come with me. What is she going to do? She's going to take him to Otis. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is she going to do to come I with know, me? I think Mandy Rose is just going to make them phenomenal. I think that's me too. This is already my favorite team. And yeah. I, miss, I miss the, what were they called? The Sexy Muscle Friends? Yeah, I really miss the Sexy Muscle Friends. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose yeah. definitely were the only reason I watched main roster. So, um, no, I already told said I'm interested in Gigi and JC because I 
do think this team should work. I think both of them look pretty good. And now I guess Mandy is a manager. If this is the storyline they're going with, then then cool. Definitely future women's tag champs here uh, for sure. But interested to see where that goes. But it's time for the new champion. The champ is here. Samoa Joe, the first ever three-time NXT champ. He comes down to the ring. He says at TakeOver, I stood face-to-face with the killer Karrion Cross, and I stand before you the first time three-time champ and when i arrived here there was tension but it was different today it was more palpable the handshakes were colder the stairs were bolder well stop staring and someone actually step up so then he calls someone out he's like everyone was treating me different today you want to say something he's basically like state your case yeah come bring on it out. down to the king's, king's court here and well we assume it would. Oh, this guy had some beef, and that's Pete Dunn, who comes down, and we already knew what he was going to say. You ain't the baddest man. <laughs> we were literally doing this to each other. Like, is he going to say? I am it? so bad. I'm the baddest I'm man. Bad. I'm bad. You're not bad. <laughs> he knows it because <laughs> he's bad. Break your fingers. No, he says that later. Yeah. Pete Dunn says, "You ain't the baddest." So do me a favor, Joe. Head to the back. Fetch your mate Regal and tell him to make the match. And Joe's like, oh, like, you got some balls. And Pete says, don't make me provoke you. Damn. But out comes L.A. Knight. He says, it's nighttime. Which I giggled at. He says, you took too long with carrying cross, Joe. If it was me, I'd beat him in 43 seconds. Wasn't that how long it took Becky to beat Bianca Bell? <laughs> oh, it was less than that. <laughs> he says you took too long. You're, 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 you're gassed. You're over the hill. It's done. It's over. And as he's walking down, Pete just looks at him and goes, you take one more step and I'll break your fingers. <laughs> and this kind of spooks LA Knight a little bit. He kind of re- retraces his back, back steps as Kyle O'Reilly's music hits and he comes out. Looking a little injured. He's kind of selling some... It's that midsection. Isn't that it? injured midsection. He calls Pete Dunn Peter Dune. He calls LA Knight La Knight and says, La Knight, you wouldn't win a didn't title. Did he call Samoa Joe Joseph? Samoa Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't call him Samoa. Samoa. <laughs> Was that Paige? Yeah. We still can't find that Someone clip. Someone <laughs> please find this clip of when it's on SmackDown, Paige's general manager, and she calls Samoa Joe... Samoa. Listen I, can, I here, can't Samoa. remember the context, but it's something out. Like, now look here, Samoa. <laughs> we can't find this clip, and I don't know if it's just something I've like made up in my head, Mandela but I'm sure effect. it happened. Yeah, it could be. Listen here, Samoa. Samoa. So someone go back, watch of all of Paige's run as general manager, uh, and any segment cross cross reference that with Samoa Joe segments on SmackDown. Please, uh, it's crazy. I need to see it. We got, we got. Cool Kyle, Lanite, Samoa Joseph, Peter Dune, <laughs> Fridge Holland. Fridge Holland. <laughs> I mean, what? Kyle O'Reilly making fun of them. Jay and- Jenner Jameson. <laughs> he says, LA Knight, you wouldn't win a world title. You'd only win a stone cold vest wearing competition. Yeah. And. Yeah, because LA Knight's wearing this-, this leather vest with LA Knight written all over it and his kind of like skull. On the yeah. Back. And Joe says, sick burn, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle says, thanks, Joe. Thank you. Thank you, Samoa Joseph. 
<laughs> this made me laugh because it was so bad. Sick burn, bro. Yeah. Sick burn. This is burn. And Joe was saying it like, that was shit. <laughs> like, and, but Kyle took it like, thanks. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah. sick. <laughs> it totally was. Very, very funny. <laughs> was, I don't know if it was meant to be. But I don't know if it was that. I don't know if Joe just improv there. <laughs> Sick burns. Yeah, the the joke was really bad. Sick burn I, I was like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joe said that. I was like, okay. Yeah. Sick burn, bro. Wow, sick burn. It's, it reminds me of uh This is the end. <laughs> Seth uh yeah. no, who is it? Fuck. Jonah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh sick references, bro. Yo, everyone <laughs> everyone knows your references are out of control, bro. Yo, sick sick burn, bro. Oh, you got him, bro. Sick burn. So Kyle's about to continue making jokes and someone does what we all wanted to do and that's Ridge Holland attacks him to shut him up and sends him through, like headbutts him, again, like attacks the midsection and then headbutts him. Uh, I'm joking, I love Kyle O'Reilly, but it made sense here where Ridge just destroys him. Mm. It's almost like Pete constructed this idea we mentioned earlier where he's like, yo Ridge, hold on, we got bigger fish to fry yeah. tonight and this is why. So it causes chaos here as everyone's fighting everyone there's Ridge Holland beating up Kyle O'Reilly. Champa runs in the ring and attacks Pete Dunne. Joe is just like, what's going on here? And it's just chaotic. Ridge headbutts Champa again, <coughs> taking him out. So they, they've put that tonight. He's headbutted him twice. Um, Joe pretty much clears the ring as well and stands tall. Yeah. So Joe's standing tall, but he's clearly got a lot of challengers. I liked how this was just a kind of snapshot of this is our new main event crop. These are the people we're focusing on. And it, it does feel, it feels fresh, I think. Having, having done being a challenger, having Joe, obviously, as your champion, someone very new as a Ridge Holland, um, I, I kind of like seeing the mix here. This is what we've got to look forward to the next few weeks. It's missing someone. Walter. He needs to, he needs to chill for a bit. He just lost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, down the line. I, I don't like it when... Um, I don't like it when someone loses a title and then right away they're going for the next one. Sure. Like you'll lose the North American championship and then challenge for the world. It's like, well, come on. Yeah. So I think Walter needs to chill for a few weeks and then, then it'll be a big deal. Joe holds the title to like Survivor Series till there's a takeover. Dream match against Walter for the title. Walter takes the title. Sure. Kyle versus Walter at Mania Takeover. Very nice. I just booked it all. There Very you go. Nice. Wrapped it up in a Noshigami. Yeah. Is that what you... The gift? It is. <laughs> so Joe stands tall, but yeah, any of these matches sound good. They've LA Knight has like great reactions from this crowd whenever he comes yeah. out. You can't hear him at times because they're booing so loud. And I feel after the last match, they're now I worry that they'll just make him a bit of a joke. Because that's how he kind of seemed tonight. He was the like he came out, we're talking about losing a match and then coming right back. He came out, acknowledged, yeah, I don't have the title, but I'm still the million dollar yeah. champion or whatever. Um, but he was the he was the butt of the joke here. He was the one they all were like, fuck off LA Knight and beating him up. And then with the segment later, um, I could see them going in that direction with him a bit. Yeah, definitely not in the title picture no, for me here. No, no. But you got Pete Dunne in the ring with Samoa Joe. You got Champa in the ring with Samoa Joe. Those are two big matches. Those are takeover-worthy matches, I'd say. Pete Dunne, definitely. Pete Dunne could be the sleeper guy to honestly take the title from Joe. Yeah. Because he hasn't had, he's had the UK title. I, I could totally see them doing that. But 
I would like just to have a bit of a run with Joe. Yeah. Just, just ticking off a few kind of dream matches. Do them on TV then. Let's go. Mm. But go, there's so many different ones. Champa, Champa Joe would be pretty vicious. Um, I, I feel like Joe, obviously, he's a lot older. But he, he didn't look as like Joe, obviously, in his last match with Cross. But I also thought he looked still better than Cross, I think. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go back and rewatch because I've seen quite a few negative things about Joe there. And nothing really struck me. Sure, he's, he's a little slower, but yeah. he's older and hasn't wrestled since February last year. I still thought he looked pretty good. Yeah. And I'd be interested against... A more capable performer, like, yeah, like a Dunn, like a Gargano, even or something. Gargano, I'd be interested Joe. seeing what they could they could do with him. We see Cameron Grimes backstage with Ted DiBiase. They're having a laugh as they're leaving the CWC to get in their limo, and Grimes says, "Ted, what a journey it was, but it has to come to an end, like all good things." And Ted says, "As much fun as I have had," Grimes says, "This is your legacy." So he says, this belongs to you. And he hands over the million-dollar championship to Ted DiBiase as he's getting in his limo. And he says, no, I, I can't. I can't. I can't, Grimes. It's yours now. But he says, hold on. And he reaches in the car and he hands the title back to Grimes. He says, no, you're the champion. You keep it. And Grimes says, oh, Ted, like, how? wait a second. This, this title is the replica million-dollar title. As the limo starts to drive off and you hear Ted. <laughs> that damn Ted DiBiase, Grimes says, and just uh, more of a laugh on his, a smile on his face as it's like, come full circle. It was. As Ted rides off into the sunset and hopefully doesn't take another bump. This, I, I've really enjoyed this story. And I think this was a nice little bow at the end of it. Uh, it was cute. You know, yeah. it felt like in a movie, you've had the story, you've had the the Grimes being the dickhead at the beginning, and then he he becomes the hero by the end and conquers the villain in L.A. Night. This is the post credit scene, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's just over. like, it's over. It's a little epilogue. Um, I think it's a good idea. Retire this title. Um, I think it worked for the story, but we don't necessarily need this other title. And it's always going to be looked at like the FTW one, where you go, it's not a real title. <laughs> so uh, I think this is a good idea. I don't think Grimes needs it at all. And I'm interested to see what direction they go with him next. Because yeah, I think he's on a really good trajectory right now. Yeah, where would we go? He should have came out with Samoa Joe. Like, would he... Should have done this earlier, and then him come out too in the Samoa Joe thing. Well, maybe he'll be in the North American scene him versus like, swerve they'll, they'll kind of wrap up this swerve santos thing and he could be challenging for one of them yeah um, there's 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 definitely potential to put him in in any slot really could he uh answer roddy's challenge next week yeah that's true cruiserweight title picture maybe slide in there i don't know there's a lot of things yeah is he uh is he a cruiserweight i mean doesn't they don't have many over there anymore i think they <laughs> i think they got rid of 205 live he's 220 so he's okay. quite a bit over. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe main roster. I hope not. Not it's yet. too bad. I, I, feel like... I feel there are bigger things for him in NXT. Yeah, I feel like that we can enjoy before he goes into purgatory. This this storyline would have been bigger on the main roster because mm. the, you they started it with the whole GameStop thing, and that would have caught fire. And the main roster wouldn't have had the attention to like this. Feels like it's been. What, six months? 
Six long, months? No, how long has it been? Like, since the first Ted DiBiase oh, vignette. First, no, since Cameron Grimes winning money is yeah, really... Yeah, so when winning. was that? A long time ago, yeah. Yeah, and they've, they've done a good job with this story and having it keep interest for all that time. Yeah, uh, Chris Leone in the chat says he should form a tag team with Broke Baron Corbin. Well, yeah, that's what I, I suggested on... Uh, Takeover? On Takeover, yeah, yeah Corbin yeah. coming for the Million Dollar Championship. Yeah, that's but. right, yeah. We'll see. I don't want to see him in a tag team, Grimes. No, I see no, I think, I think singles stuff yeah. would be good. Go to NXT UK. Yeah, right. <laughs> Challenge Ilya. Yeah. We go to Kyle O'Reilly backstage. He's had a rough night. He's now even more beat up from these headbutts and his match from Sunday. He's being interviewed, but he's interrupted right away as Duke Hudson comes in. He says, oh, Kyle, looks like you're having such a bad night, eh? And Kyle just slaps him, which causes Duke to freak out and start slamming his head against these lockers in the PC. And he walks off. But Kyle's not down and comes out. It's a brawl. And they get pulled apart, which then shortly after announced Kyle's going to face Duke next week because of this. I thought this was a really good pull apart. They, yeah, were, yeah. they were hitting the shit out of each other here. Duke, Duke. Duke looked like he was killing him. Yeah, yeah, which is great. That's what I want. I think it made Duke look a, a big deal pretty quickly. Uh, he's impressed me with his promo work so far. Yeah. Uh, and I thought he, he looked good here. Um, so quite quickly made me interested in a match I didn't really know I wanted to see. Yeah. Well, we go to the finale, the finals of the breakout tournament. William Regal is sitting ringside with a contract in hand, which means the winner of this gets to, to go for any title they want. And it's Carmelo Hayes versus Odyssey Jones. And uh, I like Odyssey Jones' theme. Actually, I like both of these guys' theme song, but Sound the Alarm is definitely uh, hype. Uh, we get Jones, who's a lot bigger than Hayes, throwing him around here. There's like an X-plex, suplex throw kind of thing. Hayes comes back with an enzigiri and a springboard, like almost like a clothesline, but he gets just sent flying with this wall-like shoulder block. Like Jones just checks him and he goes spinning. They come back from break and it's still Odyssey throwing Carmelo around the ring all over the place. There's Hayes with a guillotine hold for a while that gets countered and he's thrown in the air. There's then a pump kick and another one to the face. There's then a satellite into a face crusher and then a scissor kick for a two count. He runs at Jones and he gets hit with this tilt-a-whirl shoulder breaker thing. Yeah, this looked nuts. Yeah. Like a shoulder breaker doesn't normally look like a devastating move to me, but this looked crazy. Yeah, this looked pretty nuts. And somehow Hayes kicks out of it. Carmelo was selling it great as well. Yeah, it looked really painful. Somehow he gets Jones knocked down and he goes off the top for his scissor kick, but he can't he can't pin him. He he was too late to get the pin. There's some blood um, in between his eyes on Hayes' face here. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, Jones' uh, mouth was busted as well. Probably from that pump kick earlier. It looked painful. He goes up top for the scissor kick again, his finish, but he misses it. He's laying down. He like lands on his butt almost, on his tailbone as he's selling it. Jones goes off the ropes and jumps and hits a standing splash. It's a one-two. It's a kick out, but Hayes converts it into a crucifix pin. And Carmelo Hayes pins Odyssey Jones to win the breakout tournament. Carmelo Hayes broke out. He broke out. Uh, pretty pretty fun match. Uh, Odyssey Jones is really impressive for a guy his size. Um, like he's 
he's huge, and I thought he was doing some pretty cool stuff here. Carmelo Hayes is impressed in every match. He had the he had a couple of things before the tournament, did he? Didn't he mm-hmm. when he was showing up? And Adam Cole. That's right. Um, Kushida, I think. Yeah, he's he's looked really good. I thought this is a good competitive match, and I quite like the finish. If you're having this smaller guy win something like just kind of trapping him, worked for me. Yeah, yeah, I did like the finish a lot. I actually wanted this guy to win. I think he's he's got the. The wrestling down, he's got the character down. He sounded good in that opening video thing too. And realistically, it's he's probably not going to win whatever title he's going for. Right. Him being a bit smaller, an underdog, it doesn't He's the overdog, bro. He's the overdog, but yeah, like going up against any of the champions Samoa he's be the underdog. Yeah. Like he's not gonna stand a I don't think he's gonna win a title here. But what I'm getting at is you have Odyssey Jones win. You can't really have the mo- a monster lose right away. Sure. I know he's lost here in the final, but yeah. it's, you don't, you kind of want to give a big guy a bit of a little streak going on. For sure. So I, I think this is right. Yeah. So William Regal hands him the contract. He's being interviewed and he says it's too early to, to pick a title, but he says Jones was tough, but uh, when Carmelo Hayes shoots, I don't miss. So he's not going to tell us what his plans are just yet. But what title do you think he'll go for? Uh, North American. He already tra- he challenged Kushida for the cruiser, so he could have t- potentially go for that. But a match against Swerve would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. A match against Swerve, or thinking outside the box, match against Ilya. Imagine he just swerves. He's like, yo, I don't know anything uh, about the UK. I've, I've never been there. Uh, I listen to some Skepta and Stormzy sometimes. Uh, Mako Satamora, I want your Oh, whoa. <laughs> I fucking wish they would do shit like that. No, we talked about how we wanted Miko. The contract said any title. <laughs> Miko versus Sasha needed to happen, which doesn't look like we're getting. But Miko. Sasha versus uh, Bianca needed to happen, but <laughs> we can't have everything, can we? Wow, yeah. Yeah. Where's Sasha? Is she with Zia Lee and Scarlett? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, what, where it was... An Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Carmelo Hayes wins, and yeah, I, I, we'll, see him, we'll see him get his title shot down the line, but I think the future's right. Ruthless aggression is what he said. Remember when he fought Adam That's Cole? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so I see, I see big things. He put in the work. We go to the three Brits... And an Oni. <laughs> Standing, looking mean. Oni and the Brits. Oni and the Brits, that's right. Man, that doesn't serve them a good... No, we can do better than Oni and the Brits. Is there like... They feel like a band, like like, uh, like the Beatles, but with like... Well, that's why I'm doing Benny and the Jets. Benny Oni and the and Jets, the... yeah. Yeah, I guess. Oni... <laughs> it's just because Oni's not really the leader, is he? Oni's the Yoko Oni. <laughs> <laughs> Yoko Oni. Yoko Oni. Oni. <laughs> So who's who? Who's who would each uh, one be? Oni, Oni's Oni's uh, Oni's Ringo. <laughs> Oni's Ringo. Pete thought he was Yoko. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Pete is Paul. Pete's Paul. Yeah, Pete's Paul. And then Ridges. None of them are John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't a good analogy. This isn't a good analogy. No, it's not working. <laughs> Uh, on on that note, uh, R.I.P. to Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts oh, yeah. uh, today because I fucking love I love those those guys. R.I.P. 
Um, yeah, we haven't quite figured at Up Next Podcast. What's the name what's of this the group? Because we group? we couldn't name them before the Pat Pack, all that shit, whatever it is, whatever you got, we'll we'll name them that. Uh, I'll do a little tweet out, see what people think. Well, you need a picture of all four of them when they're yeah, talking I, that's here. That's what I'm doing. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, well, I'll say Stop what they say. At me. Stop it. <laughs> Pete says, Joe, every time I'm face to face with you, I can see it in your eye. You're scared. You know how this ends. The bruiserweight will be champion. Danny Burch steps in and says, five months I've been out, but I'm back. Whoa. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Danny and Oni say we didn't lose the titles, the tag titles. So we are the rightful champion. So they're calling out MSK. Yeah. Like, hey, MSK, we never lost. So... Good, yeah. I felt bad for. Well, we've just we're covering uh, NXT from 2013, and when the very first, the inaugural NXT Tag Team Champions, when one of them went down, um, in I'm blanking on his name, Oliver, Oliver Gray, Gray. When he went down, they didn't vacate the titles. Bo Dallas stepped in, and then when lost. Pete Dunne was stuck in the UK at the beginning of the pandemic, Matt Riddle didn't vacate the titles. Timothy Thatcher stepped in. That's right. However, poor, poor Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch goes down and they go, ah, sorry, we're taking the titles off you now. And they didn't even let him find a partner to compete in the tournament to win back his vacated title. So yeah, they absolutely should have a title shot here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jamie in the chats suggest they should call themselves Top Boys. Top like the show, Top Boy. Boys. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad, Top Boys. Um, so... They do have a gripe, and I would like to see Pete versus Joe. So, yeah. You know who else I'd like to see face Joe? Samoa. Would be Boa. Boa? Yeah. Boa, who had a little insert promo here, video, saying up next, it's Boa, and it's got sub- subtitles. Another victim will fall as he moves out of the camera, and then Mei Ying comes in, and it's the vape, the smoke. Red the vape. Today. Yeah, red vape. Red vape. Ooh, it's probably like raspberry or... Yeah, something cherry, cherry, something yeah, like that. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't if your vape looks like that. You should probably get <laughs> change it. The, the the what do you even call those things? The cartridges. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Boa is going up in a match right now. No Zaylee, and he's up against Zion Quinn. I believe so. This sounds like a fake name. <laughs> Are you lying to me, Zion? Zion. Quinn? Sounds like some sort of Disney Channel space movie I'd watch when I was a kid. Like Zion, Zion of Zion. Yeah, it is. You know it what I'm is, talking yeah. about? 100%. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I'm yeah. not crazy. No. Yeah. Someone it sounds like when I used to be really into creative writing and writing fantasy stories, yeah. I'd call someone Zion, Zion. Quinn. Zion Quinn. Someone just got shot outside, I think. <laughs> Zion, Zion Quinn does look like he would murder me. He looks like he would murder both of us. Yeah. He's got like tattoos everywhere. He looks like he's part Samoan. He's a rugby player or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That fits the bill. Yeah. This guy looks like a UFC fighter. Mm. Like He looks like he was fighting Tom Hardy in that UFC movie. He's got the gloves even. Bo is kind of throwing him around. But um, Zai, uh, is Mei Ying who's still like like up uh, up on the ramp, which they're now no-selling that she got out of her chair that time. Like, what the fuck? And well, no, now she's got out of it once. Yeah. She's gone out with Caden and Casey. Yeah, but not she? like so last once time. she's broken it. She, yeah. can... she didn't do it this time. But there's there's Boa who's looking concerned. He's like, no, I can win this. And she's kind of like, yo, come on, Boa. Like, wrap this up. Let's go. She does the, yeah. not the Rusev like, crush, crush, but that kind of thing. 
And he turns around and eats this like running double forearm thing. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Zion beats Boa in an upset of the century here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm thinking of Xenon. <laughs> right. Xenon, girl of the 21st century. Okay. Um, Z well, Zion, the guy of the 21st century, just beat Boa here in like really short fashion. I don't know what's going I on. I didn't think this worked at all. Um, yeah. You were mentioning this guy looks like an absolute killer. Like he looks terrifying, this yeah. guy. So ripped, muscly, scary face. And they're giving him the like upset win. You know, like this yeah. is they're trying to position Boa being this this killer here. I've seen him wrestle one singles match, two maybe. Yeah, like it's not like he's been on this really big streak. And then they're giving an upset win to a guy who looks like he'd eat him anyway. Yeah, do you know I, what I'm getting yeah, at? Yeah, like, yeah, if this yeah. is someone like Marco Stunt upsetting Boa. Boa, it's like, oh my god! But no, it's a guy who, as you said, looks like a cage fighter. Looks like would absolutely destroy Boa anyway. It, it didn't really work. And I think Tian Sha definitely losing Zia Lee, it seems. She's maybe going on to do something else. Um, it, it's not really working anymore. Yeah, yeah. The Boa thing, you pulled Zia Lee out of this whole thing. So what's why are we... Why? What's the deal? Like, what the fuck? So is Boa going to go through more training? Yeah, just... Uh, because you just, he lost this? Yeah, we've been following this story for a while, and now you've just taken out the main component of it. So what are we I doing? Mean, is is uh, Mei Ying healthy to wrestle yet? Or no like, idea. Are we going to see that? Is this? I don't know how healthy she is if she's vaping all the time. Yeah, like I know. That. It's not good. Yo, that's metal in your lungs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's the commercial always tells me. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm just going to like look at the positives and go, hey, this Zion Quinn dude, he kind of looks like a creator wrestler, but he looks like he, he could be scary. He yeah. could throw people around. I looked up, I just Googled Zion, and not only did I get it confused with Disney's Xenon movie, but also Zion is from Kingdom Hearts, which is Final Fantasy, oh, okay. Final Fantasy yeah. Disney crossover video game thing, which is pretty sweet. Uh, so yeah, uh, I know the guy's got a weird name, and he looks like kind of a basic fighting guy but sure let's go book it rugby players wrestling ridge it's working I for mean, ridge, ridge yeah. yeah exactly maybe he'll look is he wait is he english too he's samoan zion. i think he's samoan zion aussie quinn. or something zion irish zion quinn daniel vido okay his name is formerly he's known as from brisbane australia wow damn he's gonna do some shoeies 31 years old he, he looks like a monster. He'll kill people. We go to William Regal's office, and Johnny Gargano comes in there. And he says he's got a tiny favor to ask you, William Regal. Cancel the wedding. Cancel the index wedding. William Regal says, what? No. Why? Why would I do that? It's going to be great. Gargano says, no, that's going to be bad TV. William Regal. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, that's William funny. Regal. Says, no, Johnny, it's going to be great TV. Have you gone cuckoo bananas? And Johnny... Sorry, cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. And Johnny says, what? No, that's my line. And first of all, no, it's cuckoo bananas. No, it's cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Banana. Banana. And LA Knight comes in there. 
and he's going off everywhere and he starts arguing. Now Johnny and him start arguing. Everyone's yelling at each other. Cats and dogs living together. And William Regal just kicks them both out of his office and he shuts the door on them. He's like, God, God, can't stand these imbeciles, buffoons. He said, it's very funny. Yeah. Um, I, I do think both, I think him and Johnny have great chemistry here. LA Knight as well is, has good comedic timing and I feel is quite good at freestyling, improvising. This felt like an improvised scene here and I, it worked for me. Yes, I want to see Johnny Gargano wrestling in great matches, but he's very good at this stuff as well. Yeah, you know what? There's a certain charm uh, after watching this show for quite a while with Johnny and William Regal. Oh, I yeah. must say, they've definitely become like, they know what they're doing. You could probably send them out there and they'll do anything um, good together. Yeah, the bananas thing got a genuine laugh from me. Yeah. As did the, it'll be, it'll be bad TV. Yeah. Cooking uh, bananas? I'm looking forward to this wedding. I am. <laughs> the wedding? Are we dressing up? Shall we wear our suits? The, the same wedding? suits we wore? Yeah. If it's a few degrees cooler than today, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty hot to wear a full suit, but could yeah. do it. Yeah, why not? I'll, we're I'll all put, black I'll put for Dexter. flowers on the stream. Yeah. It'll be a whole thing. Be a whole, yeah. We're doing a watch along for the wedding? A watch along for the wedding? Yeah. We could. Like a Zoom one? Have everyone in their suits? Oh, yeah, that's asking a lot. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. If the people want it, the people will get it. We'll see what the people want. All right. Deal. All right. It's a deal. Don't cancel the index wedding. I can see us in a couple of weeks going, why the fuck did we agree to do <laughs> Why are we wearing suits? Yeah. We go to the Diamond Mine facilities. Yeah. Did you know that the Diamond Mine has a facility? Yeah, they do. They do now. And in their facility is just the corner of a gym somewhere with their diamond mine flag. Someone there's going, Malcolm, it's called the Performance Center. No, diamond mine. <laughs> Malcolm, take that down. <laughs> it's my diamond mine. No, it's you're an employee here, and this is the Performance Center, Malcolm. So Malcolm Bivens cutting a promo to the camera, and behind him, we see Hachiman and then Roddy Str- Roderick Strong kind of sparring and wrestling with these two guys. And... Who, uh, who are these? The, the, the Creed brothers? The Creed brothers. Creed. Creed, like... Uh, uh, when I'm uh, not with you, that Creed? I'm free. Yeah, My that Creed. sacrifice. Superstars of Woodstock 1999. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Creed. <laughs> Watch that documentary. <laughs> so Creed are part of... Creed are in NXT. Are NXT? <laughs> in My, the Diamond Mine? My da- Diamond Mine sacrifice. So we... <laughs> We got rid of Tyler Rust. Tyler Rust had to be sacrificed to get Creed back in the E. Yeah. Wow. We got Creed, the Creed bros. I assume it's... What were the videos they did? Creed? Was it called My Sacrifice? Or... My Sacrifice no, the ones they songs. did for WWE. Like the Shawn Michaels video, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like... What did they call those things? In like 2000, 2001. What was it called? Someone will tell us in the room. Yeah, what were those called? Like tribute videos? Uh, Five Frank, let us know. It's a question. To defend your title, let us know. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm vacating it. Desire? Desire. That's was what it? they call yeah. it. WWE okay. Desire. That's yeah, it. That. Beautiful Day. Yeah. You too. Yeah. Creed. Yeah, Creed were all in that. Well, well, I think Malcolm Bivens, Roderick Strong, and Hachi Man are inviting the Creed brothers to the diamond mine with arms wide open, <laughs> you could say. Uh, he says, 
that Kushida, you didn't show up, but we push our limits here in the Diamond Mine. So Roddy's going to have another open challenge next week. And Kushida, well, we'll show you what our true champion is. So they're still not getting that... That match, but Roddy's going to fight someone next. Once week. Kushida's healthy, I guess. Yeah. Um, do you? Like, I'm not sure if I take this as the Creed brothers are now like a permanent fixture, or we could see this be a kind of rotating door thing because they're making it out like it's their their gym, their diamond mine. So, but I think it could be a way to showcase some of these performance center talents, especially with. If WWE is going to be going, sorry, NXT is going back to this more this developmental thing, you can have a Malcolm Bivens kind of chat up a little bit about these maybe quite green people we've got in the PC and talk them up for a little bit of a three-minute TV match. You know, if we if we're going to go back to sort of the matches we've been watching on yeah. NXT 2013, Golden era. having a Bivens sell these guys to you could could be pretty good i think and the focus is mainly on roddy like roddy's the the figurehead of this group yeah but the rest is we've seen tyler russ already come and go maybe have it less of a stable and more of a like a project thing. it's funny you say that because you're like okay they're gonna have this group where it rotates because we never know who's gonna get released <laughs> in wwe so you might as well if someone gets released out we'll just replace them yeah. it's like it's like boy bands and girl bands in like Japan and South Korea and stuff like, Oh, someone gone. We'll just replace them with someone else. And no one will know. Is that what the diamond Mine's going to do? Just sweep. No, people but that's what around? I'm saying. I don't think there'll be a faction yeah. really. It's more like, it's more like this training right. facility thing. I don't know, man. I really miss Tyler Rust. Yeah. Pour one out. Pour one out. Tyler yeah. Rust. We go to our main event. Six man tag. Gang rules, gang warfare. Legato del Fantasma versus Hit Row. Hit Row. They come down. North American champ, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And Legato del Fantasma come out, and they look pretty fresh. This is the, we weren't booked on takeover, but damn it, this is our match gear. That's right. Uh, They look fantastic. Yeah, how would you describe, so Wild, no, it's. Well, a lot of this story has been about kind of, the cultures right. of both groups, right? You've had the kind of, uh, so the hip hop scene for Hit Row and the taking the grill, and you've got Legado del Fantasma with their kind of Mexican culture and luchador. Yeah, they all hold their round. masks up and put them down. And, exactly. Yeah. And here they, they all come out in crazy looking masks. Um, Santos in like a, like poncho, a poncho as Looks well. Sick, yeah. Um, all their gear matching, like this kind of beautiful orange color. Joaquin Wild. This was like WrestleMania gear. His entrance jacket looked awesome. It was like Ultimo Dragon's like cape kind thing. Of, I don't know yeah. what the fuck it was. Uh, yeah. They, these guys look great. Like if you didn't watch the show, just go and check out a picture of these three here. Because they, they look awesome. They look I like thought. a great unit. Yeah. And made made something like that makes me feel, oh yeah, this is the main event. We're in for a, a big match here. Yeah, we predicted that we would see Santos versus Swerve at this past weekend's takeover, but we didn't get that. So instead, they're kind of milking this and going further with it with the six-man and probably leading to a singles match here. But um, 
this starts off as a brawl. This starts off with Legato throwing their gear at them and like fighting. And Wakeem's like, yo, my gear's not off yet. Hold on, wait. Yeah, yeah, Raul and uh, Santos jump, yeah. and he's like, oh, this is really expensive and complicated to take off. Uh, they send Swerve and Ashanti outside, and they start to hold down Top Dollar as Santos is slapping him up, but he gets out of it, the power-up spot. Ashanti's now in. He hits a monkey flip on Wild, and then another one on Mendoza as he goes, hoo-dee-hoo. Uh, someone knows what that means. There's Santos who comes in and he starts beating down on Swerve and he's trash talking as they tag in and out with clotheslines in the corner. Uh, Joaquin Wilde starts to dance and then beats down on Swerve with more clotheslines. There's then this rope jump assist from both Wilde and Mendoza where like the one guy holds his hand and it's like the other jumps to do a sp- oh, yeah. splash or something. It looked really cool uh, for a near fall. Finally... Swerve tags in top dollar who comes in with his moves like the knee lift, sidewalk slam, the shaken elbow there for a near fall. Uh, he then picks up one, two, three, all three members of Legato del Fantasma. In yeah. one in a power slam position, one on his sh- two in a two power on slam. It, two on his shoulders. So I thought he was going to go for like the shell shock, what Ryback used to do where he'd stack the two jobbers up. Yeah. It was like that, but yeah. then had the... The other guy in like a power slam, world's strongest slam position, Santos, he caught. So he 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 wastelands one guy, power slams another guy. I don't know what. Yeah, he Wade was doing. called it the world's strongest wasteland. Yeah, uh, this was crazy. This crazy was nuts. strength. Yeah, this was nuts. He takes out all three members of Legado del Fantasma, and then he picks up, I think, like Raúl, and it looks like I don't know if we've seen this. He's going for a ra- top dollar is going for a razor's edge while Ashanti is ready to jump up and like neck breaker the guy at the same time which what yeah like the uh batista bomb rko but with a razor on daniel bryan yeah yeah it was like that looked like it was going to be insane but it's blocked at the last minute and then they started to beat down on ashante i think it's mendoza does his run rope kick there's then a crazy michinoku driver but it's it's broken up the pin is broken up by the drive-by kick to the head from swerve just taking raul's face off uh, there's then a pop-up pay dirt, the complete shot. There's there's a spot. It's so little and such a minuscule part of the match, but Isaiah Swerve Scott can jump on the top rope backwards. Yeah. Have we noticed this before? I've not seen this before. Like, he, what? Just seemed to fly. I know the, top rope. the whole stuff about Spider-Man is popular right now. We saw Vikingo in AAA as Spider-Man, but this is Spider-Man. It looked like... You know when you do something and then you click it, reverse it, yeah. reverse it. It looks like he was just hopping off, but played backwards. Very, very cool. I was like, yo, I've seen people do like inverted moonsaults and four. He's about to do literally do a four fifty, yeah. but just getting up on the top rope backwards, we're just jumping with like no hands. He like clears it yeah. and gets on the top rope cool. like Spider Man, <laughs> crazy. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, damn. So he's up there, and there's Top Dollar who does a cannonball off the steps to the outside onto everyone which allows Swerve to hit a 450 on Santos, but he kicks out. B-Fab's on the outside and eventually throws Santos into the corner. And this is when Electra Lopez, we've seen her once or twice here, comes down to the ring, stares down B-Fab, takes out a pipe, presumably borrowed it from Ridge Holland, his nightstick. Well, remember B-Fab attacked them with the pipe last week. Oh, that's right. Well, B-Fab's attacked by it, which causes a distraction as Electra then throws the pipe in the ring to Swerve, who catches it like, I don't want this. The ref's like, hey, 
Get out of it. Get this out of here. What is this foreign object? Yeah, right. It's like you still. Yeah, you, you saw, saw it do what it. happened. It's like, oh, why are you holding that? It's like, dude, dude sorry. There's so much commotion that allows Santos to roll up Swerve for the one, two, three, and Legado del Fantasma beat Hit Row to cap off NXT here. They celebrate, and it looks like they found their their answer to the B Fab problem. Yeah, they they one up Hit Row here. I like it. Uh, I think yeah. this feud could actually go on for quite a while. Uh, I thought this match was really entertaining. Um, top dollar for like a a big guy who's pretty kind of pretty new. new to this. I think he selects his spots really well. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's like he's new, right? Like it's going to take a while to yeah. like, pick up, and not necessarily wanting to see him in long singles matches or anything, but in this team. His spots really shine, and I think... That cannonball, he does a rotate, he flips. The cannonball looked yeah. great. He did a whole uh, jump. He gets the crowd behind him. He's got the uh, who better than top dollar, yeah. not nada. Not it's nada. like stuff the crowd want to get into. I think it's a really entertaining kind of hot tag, and especially in a match where everyone else is just flying around. Um, yeah, they, I, I really enjoyed this. I do want to see the six-man again, but maybe like a street fight or something like that something a bit more nuts uh and parking lot brawl i think so i think a parking lot brawl um because then you can have the the women just fighting each other during this as well um see singles matches like we'll see b fab wrestle i guess soon i'm thinking i'm thinking i want i want legato del fantasma versus hit row in a parking lot brawl and think less of adam cole velveteen dream sorry i said his name and more eddie guerrero john cena Okay, I was thinking best friends. Uh, yeah, Ortiz. yeah, a five star classic. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, I mean, you could, you could, could do that. But yeah, I think I think uh, there's a lot more combinations of this we can do. Obviously, the main match is going to be for the North American title, and that's clearly why they didn't go to it at Takeover. We can spread this out. Yeah, last, there's, there's, last long. There's more juice in this for sure. Now you've just added uh, Electra, Electra Lopez. Lopez. She totally took Carmen Electra and Jennifer Lopez. One hundred percent. I also think Swerve is just fantastic. The look on his face after the bell went and he realized they he's screwed been him. pinned yeah. by Santos. And it looked like it mattered. It really looked like it mattered. And that's how it should be. You should look disappointed by losing. And almost like he was going to snap. I thought, I think this guy really could be the top guy if you wanted in him to In wrestling, be. In wrestling. He's so great to watch in ring. I believe him. He, his promos are great. His raps are great. Just his, his acting in general. He's, he's performing the whole time. Uh, I, I think this guy could be, could be huge. You know what? I want to say everyone. I thought this was all this. You could say this is a takeover like worthy match. I, I thought it really delivered. It kind of crept up on me. Uh, how awesome this was. They had great. Everything made sense. Um, I think Phantasma, the group there, LDF is so good as well. It's like, where do these guys go? Where does Hit Row go? But right now, I'm enjoying the storyline. Let let this bleed out for as much as like yeah. let it go. Let, let it go for like a while, months. There's so many things you could do. The War Games, this these guys, yeah, right. Yeah, you could like set like let this go to the build off the the payoff for it is no. We need to get you in this. No, oh that War Games. Yeah, I I'd like that. Yeah, because both teams are are really hot right well, now. We're not having undisputed era in War Games anymore. So. Oh, why not? Yeah, the, these two. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I thought this was great. And it makes me want, you're going to, that, that dangling carrot 
should be Swerve and Santos one on one for a while. Yes, I think. Um, so can't wait to see where this goes. But is Swerve is someone I see like how does he not become a big thing in wrestling? He definitely has it all. And this group, mm. both groups look. Great. I think he's on the right track. Yeah. Um, no WWE have a a habit of fucking things up, but this is one of those things that they could fuck up. And but they're money. Yeah. There's so money, I think. There's so money and so they don't money. even know it. Yeah. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Hit row. Yeah, so that was NXT as they go off the air with LDF celebrating here. Uh, that match was obviously match of the night. Yeah. Uh, no debate there. But uh, mo- moving things along, I know we keep seeing all these things. Nick Khan says a new NXT is on the horizon. Well, if it's that way, so be it. But right now I'm still seeing what I kind of do enjoy. Uh, I can tell you that the wrestling is still pretty good um a lot of people will probably still say like oh well it's got a wedding and index and stuff it's like yeah but this wrestling that's wrestling yeah like that's that's what wrestling wrestling is is, but been for a while you also get some pretty good wrestling here we keep saying that each week on this show Uh, as long as they keep delivering the wrestling then like i'm gonna watch i like shows as well that have a bit of a a thread throughout the night and you definitely had that with um pete dunn and ridge holland um i kind of like the recurring story there driving that forward um yeah it 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 feels um we're in a bit of a rebuild we've just had the big takeover so we're starting again but i i'm interested in the direction and the the, yeah that that main event i thought was great uh next week gargano versus la knight kyle versus duke hudson i think we're getting yeah gargano versus la knight like knight's been impressing me uh with these matches with grimes and against gargano who's one of the best that could be really good actually and kyle versus duke hudson i'm looking forward to seeing more from from him um so yeah two, two matches i'm interested in yeah definitely so uh that's next week on nxt we're coming hot, hot off that takeover uh they also said Ilya dragunov is going to talk he's going to come out and, and say something so i wonder if we go in a direction pete could be like yo i beat you i deserve a title shot yeah that is weird because pete was kind of pete's sort of got these two things going on at the moment hasn't he they didn't really mention it as much they didn't mention it at all today <clears throat> if but- i was them i would have been like yo did you guys see this banger everyone's talking about because no one else talks about NXT, but you should watch this match, mm. is what they kind of said nice in some yeah. sort of way. Because they kind of downplayed I, I think that's just what next week is. Yeah, I imagine that I next week is building that up. But yeah, Pete last week was definitely kind of calling out the winner of the UK Championship. But then he's like, ah, actually, I want Joe. Actually, I want Joe. Yeah. So whoever's baddest, you know, who's the baddest <laughs> out of the two of them? The baddest is man. Is Ilya a bad man? Yeah, I guess. He is. He beat Walter. Is he the baddest, though? I want Walter Joe. If, but I don't know if Walter's sticking around, but mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That was NXT. That's what we thought. Let's see what you thought. Join the Facebook group. Up next group on Facebook. We'll let you in. And uh, we post up threads, and we'll read them here. There's also that post-wrestling forum that we still read from. You got that one open? Yeah, we've got Jesse from the Six uh, on forum.postwrestling.com. Uh, says, I loved Dragunov versus Walter so much, I decided to check out tonight's episode. I have some thoughts. Ridge is not a name for a human being. Uh, that's why we call him Fridge. Fridge. Why do all the female wrestlers have to do a little dance and pose on the way to the ring? It's awkward as fuck. I assume he's referring to Caden and Casey. He doesn't like their TikTok antics. Yeah. Right. Uh, I agree, Jesse. Pete Dunne's clothes are entirely too tight. What on earth was that Brazilian lady, Gina Valentina, or whatever, 
wearing. She looked like a Dr. Seuss character. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Katie Ray seems like a big deal. I like that. Cool Kyle popped me with La Night. Cool Kyle is always cool. Um, sunglasses emoji. Why didn't Scary Ghost Lady vape? Take care. <laughs> this is why we have you, your feedback here, guys, to let you, us know what's going on with NXT yeah. from, from the minds of our listeners. We go to Josh Molman, who writes in, I find it very interesting that more and more NXT UK talent are being featured on TV here, and I'm here for it. And he says he, there's a new main event scene, and he is all for it. Okay. We go to Corey, who says, probably heading to bed a bit early tonight, so I won't be able to... Okay. Uh, <laughs> not really sure how I feel about Carmelo Hayes winning the tournament. I feel like Odyssey Jones has more upside. Kaylee Ray imp- impressed in her debut, but that's not shocking. Uh, I really do not like Casey Caden right now. Putting aside my bias towards EO, I feel like Casey and Caden act like five-year-olds <laughs> on a sugar rush, and it's incredibly obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, Corey. Yeah. We go to Dylan Grayson. Well, my breakthrough COVID case quarantine ends tonight, and I successfully spent every single night watching wrestling or MMA. Barely felt a thing. The shots worked well, even against Delta. PSA aside, NXT was great. Changes may be coming after the next three weeks, but I'm liking what I'm seeing as of now. We have a new main event scene and the ability to bring new guys into the mix. I don't mind Duke Hudson getting a top spot if all these other guys are in the mix. I have never hated a babyface act as I much as I hate Casey and Caden right now. They are so unlikable it hurts. Get them a new gimmick or get them off my screens. Talented athletes, but their characters are artistic equivalent of nails on a chalkboard. Boa losing to that jobber was perfect. Definitely didn't see it coming until Mei Ying made that hand gesture. Good way to further the story and build up another guy. Hit Row versus LDF slapped, and LDF winning with a distraction off the reveal of the new group member made me interested in the ongoing feud. Um... Now the factions are balanced. Hayes versus Jones was great. I would have been more than happy to see either man win. Both will be huge stars. Oh, and the Creed brothers to Diamond Mine tees have paid off. Interested to see where the group goes. NXT is dead. Long live NXT. <laughs> we go to Sean, who says, This was a great post-takeover episode of NXT that managed to do a lot in two hours without ever really breaking stride. Starting in the opening match with the return of Danny Burch, Pete Dunne's group emerged as a major player in this new landscape with the group set up for multiple feuds. Kaylee Ray made a strong debut and established herself, along with Frankie Monet, as potential challengers for Raquel. I also really enjoyed the NXT title segment. Joe delivered a strong mission statement as champion, and Dunn, who is much improved on the mic, um, Knight and Carl all had strong follow-ups. Carl had the line of the night with the Stone Cold Vest burn. <laughs> Okay, Uh, the breakout final was a great matchup of contrasting sizes and styles, and I like how Hayes used Joe's size against him to steal the win. Hayes winning made sense, as I feel he's farther along than Odyssey at this point. The main event was fire, and it looks like the odds are even now with Electra Lopez joining Legado to counter B-Fab. Just so much good stuff going on. We even got a Daniel Vido, Zyron Quinn sighting, and the upset win. Really looking forward to next week with Johnny versus LA Knight and Kyle versus Duke. And uh, now setting up everything tonight, NXT's not dead yet. It's not dead! Um, I totally no-sold, by the way, uh, Dylan's last comment. about he, he totally was like, hey, I didn't... You know, I got COVID and, and beat it. So I want to say, hey... Yeah, congrats. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I totally was like, <laughs> forgot. But yeah, we know you lo- we love you. The love is there, Dylan. Uh, JV Aruda writes in... 
Barrett being scared of Casey and Caden was my biggest laugh of the night. Awesome Barrett sourpussing. Yeah, I think a lot of people it are It sounds like it. all of us would be scared. Yeah, I'll read this one too. TJ Sharp, congrats Dylan. Yes, okay, congrats Dylan yeah. on your COVID teen ending. I'm waiting to see if mine begins. Seemed like a fairly solid show. I like how Dunn has a solid faction now. LDF gaining a female member is pretty cool. The influx of UK talent has me excited, but the overarching threat of a Vinnie Mac purge is constantly looming. <laughs> yeah. And finally, we go to Fire Frank. Shout out Carmelo breaking out. Shout out Index Wedding. Shout out Bananas. Bananas. And John Ceno's tweet coming true with all these fresh faces in the women's division. Joe versus Pete, as my good friend John Pollock might say, give it to me. (laughs) And shout out to everyone who made up next summer so much fun. I'm humbled to be amongst all these talented people. Thank you, Dickie Bird and Ceno, for bringing the best out of me. And to you, Brayden and Davey, for making this fun place for all of us. NXT may change one day, but may the chat forever be fire. Wow. Our champion, Fire Frank. Shout out Fire Frank. Fire Frank. He beat me. Like Dylan beat COVID. Like Bill... <laughs> Frank and me put on a five star. He put the end to my reign like Walter. He's the dragon of. Yeah. The dragon fire. Fire Frank. Congrats, Absolutely. Fire Frank. Thanks to everyone for the feedback there. Uh, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. We'll join the Facebook group for feedback in the near future. We'll always read stuff on here. But uh, yeah, you want to hear more from us. Tomorrow night, BD Elite for our takes on Dynamite and AEW and all that stuff. Um, we'll oh, ha- it's going to be a hot one as well because it's going to be a big show. A lot happening. Well, big show? We've got, we'll. the, we've got the big show in QT Marshall. We've got the wingmen. We've got the gun club in action tomorrow. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, stacked card tomorrow on AEW. Hear all about it. 10.15, twitch.tv <laughs> slash our next podcast. Yes, patreon.com slash up next. Only five bucks. Sign up now. And hey, maybe you haven't signed up. And you, you're like, ah, I like these guys, but five bucks is a lot of money. Sign up on September 1st. And we'll prove to you that we are, without a shadow of a doubt, the best in the I don't know where I'm going with yeah. it. Do it for my birthday. <laughs> Do it for your birthday. Wow, for that's the cheapest. Sign up on my birthday. September he needs 3rd. money to go to all out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for listening and supporting us. Um, we we love all the support we got on the Patreon this past week with Up Next Summer and everything. Like Frank said, the love is real here in this little community that we got. So we appreciate you listening to us here on the free feed and on the Patreon. But uh, go follow the socials at Up Next Podcast. Give us all the likes, all the stuff. Go watch the YouTube stuff. Go comment on them. Every little bit helps, and we appreciate it. And, hey, we haven't plugged ProWrestlingTees.com slash Up Next in a while. But go get your Up Next Summer tank tops, your your hoodies, if it's cold still, wherever you may be. That's probably not true, though, because it's really hot everywhere. Go all that stuff. And, yo, shout out Stank from Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, yeah. I think he's having a hell of a week this week. He doesn't need no promo on the shirts he's been selling, but holy shit. Shout out PWT Cast because those guys, I'm sure, are busy. Very busy. busy. Printing shirts. Yeah. Printing shirts. Just wait till... CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah, we'll talk about more on that tomorrow. But I, myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at the Brady. And I am at Davey Portman. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And sick burn, bro. Ahoy!
You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hey there. BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.